Start it off, Aaron. But a bum. Oh, I thought you were going to go into Stacy's mom when you were just humming. I know. Stacy's mom is going to get us copyright infringed. You have a taco here. Oh, do I? There you go. Oh, thank you. You're grooming me already. I know. It's like you're, it's like we're a couple. <laughs> we're just a bunch of we're just a bunch of apes who are in love. Mm-hmm. That's racist, Nick. You can't call humans apes even though we are apes. <laughs> Oh, you, we can call us apes. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Look at starting it off out of the most uh, controversial way possible. That's what I do. I mean, but we are. I know. So. We actually are apes. That's yeah. why I've made jokes about that in the past. It's like, you know, but I was talking about how people say it's racist if you call black people apes, which obviously it's terribly racially insensitive. Mm-hmm. But when somebody says somebody looks like an ape, it's like, well, you do look like an ape. And so do I, because yeah. we actually are apes, <laughs> believe it or not. That's uh-huh. just the truth. So it's not monkeys is offensive. I know. So sometimes I say like, oh, or like what I'm talking about, I'm like, oh, a monkey. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait, no. We if, are you're gonna, if you're going to make a monkeys, statement, at apes. least be biologically uh, accurate that way you have some plausible deniability some people are monkeys because they have tails but they're not yeah. they're still apes yeah, yeah. <laughs> either way you shouldn't go around just calling black people or any people ape. i mean but it doesn't offend us it's like it, doesn't, it wouldn't offend me because i'd be like yeah i am an ape mm-hmm. i am but i get it i get the context but it does sound stupid when people are like you're a monkey it's like shut up no they're not yeah they're just a human mm-hmm. <laughs> aka no i'm an ape aka an ape. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're all apes, guys. It's okay. That's not how I thought this podcast was going to start out. But you know, whatever. This is how it goes here at the Quality Time Podcast. We're on episode 16, I believe. Yeah. Damn, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. We're almost... Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, groom me again. Look, see, yeah. this is why your we got eye. on this... You got to close your eye. It's on your eyelid. This oh, is gosh. why we got on this ape conversation in the first place. So blame Aaron. Because... Uh, they do really groom each other out of affection. I got the I got the flea off of you. Out the of tick. affection. Out of yeah. Gotta groom you. Um, yeah. This is episode sixteen. We're doing pretty good. We're mm-hmm. starting to grow. Yeah. Uh, we this got is a biweekly. We uh, actually podcast. got a bunch more followers today. Let's see where we are. I believe at the beginning of the day we were at one thousand one point three nine k, which. 1,000 subscribers on YouTube doesn't sound like that much, but we did not think it was going to happen this fast. No. Thank you to my TikTok career uh, blowing me up into a minor celebrity. I'm now well over a quarter million people. I can say that now. I'm a quarter million. That's insane. And and then another 10,000. You know, I'm like at almost 265,000 now. And your Instagram is like insane. It's starting to pop off, but I'm not even at 10,000 yet there. But once I hit like seven. Yeah. Once I hit 10,000, I'm going to be like, wow, I'm in the 10K club. I get the swipe up feature on Instagram. That's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I am slowly becoming totally accustomed to my TikTok fame that now I'm like, yeah, a quarter of a million, whatever. I didn't even post a picture when I hit 250 K. I literally was going to post a picture on my Instagram. Like, look, I hit a quarter million. I was like, nah. Oh my gosh. Although I really should have. That's like a better milestone than 200. I messed up. Maybe I'll still post (laughs) that tomorrow because it's not like everybody, they'll be like, wow. And then they get on there like, you made another 15,000 followers in five minutes. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's see what our actual subscriber count is now. 1.81 thousand from 1.39 earlier today. What the heck? That's like, so (laughs) this account popped up. 
I shouldn't even give them credit, but it was, we hate Nick Foster jokes. <laughs> and they literally just have a page filled with mocking me oh and uh, teasing me yeah. and posting like pictures, stole all these pictures from my Instagram. And like, they have five followers. It's so this. funny. I'll show you. Yeah. But they made one video that was like mocking one post I made about how don't use the internet to complain about being oppressed. Use the internet to build your own personal success. Nobody's stopping you. Like, so how is that a bad statement? But of course they're like, that's racially insensitive. Cause like what black people don't have smartphones and can't start a business. That's what I'm doing. Stop complaining and start a fucking business. I'm not born with wealth or power. Mm -hmm. I am building myself up right now and you're watching it happen. And I want everybody to do that. Yeah. And that's the message that I'm sending. But of course they twist it all into thinking, Oh, that means you hate black people. It's like, shut up up people shut up i love black people i want everybody to succeed i don't care mm -hmm. but you have a fucking smartphone and you can build a business and that's what i'm doing right yeah. and so they took that post and then they mocked it like i love how nick's account nick's idea of personal success is a failing podcast and i was like you don't even know that you just helped me grow this podcast because yeah. i took that video i stitched it nice. and i said well, guys, uh, you actually skipped the part where I had a successful app company that I started on my phone. And my podcast is actually growing thanks to this TikTok account and people like you. So guys, follow my podcast and nice. let's prove them wrong. And then they all followed the podcast. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I was like, this fucking hater straight up just got me another, what, 500 something followers? Like, that's yeah. yeah, we're almost to 2000. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. We, it took us 15 episodes to hit 1000 subscribers. Yeah. And we're on episode 16 <laughs> right now. And we're almost to 2000 subscribers. Yeah. So I think that's successful. Mm -hmm. We are growing. I agree. We've still made $0 on this podcast, we've but made cookies. we did we get cookies. free cookies. <laughs> Do you guys have a podcast that has scored you free cookies <laughs> from a startup cookie company? I didn't think so. <laughs> I did not think so. We have to get her mini cookies. Yeah. We'll, we'll shout her out some more. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of which, uh, we wanted to shout, I talked to my mom. We oh, want yeah. to shout out her mask. So maybe on the commercial break, we'll that. pull it in here. Yeah. She'll be our second commercial <laughs> sponsor. Um, okay. Where was I going? The, oh, the podcast is growing. So yeah, I wanted to let you know, like we got a bunch of followers yeah, today. That's awesome. It's starting to, it's starting to get bigger. I think now our average episode will start to get pretty much about a thousand views. Yeah. On I was thinking it was like 500, 800 views and stuff like yeah. that. I was like, holy shit. Guys, we were not expecting like, this. We are, no, I honestly like thought 10, 20. Yeah. Like, I thought like, we're just going to do this 15. for fun <laughs> and maybe in a hundred episodes it will catch wind. But I thought I was going to have to really work on YouTube yeah. to do that. And I barely put any work on YouTube. Yeah. And we're growing. Uh huh. So, uh, good job. Yeah. I put a lot of work <laughs> into TikTok, though. So, uh. yeah. So, there's that. So, yeah, I'm a quarter of a millionaire now. That's crazy to think about. I'm That's awesome. For one fourth of the way to a million. Yeah. I think back to the early Two Cool Stools episodes, because, you know, I was doing Two Cool Stools, subscribe to Two Cool Stools, or don't, because I'm not keeping up with <laughs> it. But I put a lot of work into that channel. And mm -hmm. I remember talking on one of the episodes. And I only got to like 500 something followers. So small. Yeah. Uh, but one of the episodes, I was like, one day it's going to be at a million. And I, even in my head, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be a long time away. But, you know, I'm not going to stop until I have a million followers one day. And now mm -hmm. I actually believe like you can reach it's a million. in my reach. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And I have all started to diversify. I started a second TikTok account yeah. to kind of show me in my real life <laughs> at Nick Foster IRL, Hell Nick yeah. Foster in real life. So that way people can see it's not all just sarcastic uh, 
assholery and mm-hmm. mockery and uh, satire. Sometimes I'm actually a real person who has friends in a real life. Yeah. And I'm going to show that too. I like it. I think so too. Glad you're yes. And uh, I got that to 10,000 followers in three videos. Yeah. So that's pretty good. But uh, there's a long way to go on there. But eventually, maybe that will overtake the original account. And um, I can just use that for specific things. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I can post a lot more on my real life account. Because there's so many times where we're just out at the beach. Or we have friends. Or we're doing social events. Or Mm -hmm. we're just like, or I'm just in a mood where I want to talk about life and positivity. Because I am a positive person. Yeah. But... I don't like to put, it's just <laughs> that's so, your other one isn't the page for that. That's not <laughs> what I want to do with that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you know, and I think about the early episodes we did on here cause I was listening to some today cause I'm trying to clip them up and promote it a little bit more. Yeah. And there Would was, would you an, do that on your in real life one? Or not yet because you know, right now I got a huge jokes. following. Yeah. Because yeah. it works cause it's real f- official content and I am making jokes in okay, it yeah. and I'll cut it up to be funny, just mm-hmm. like two cool stools or whatever. Yeah. But eventually, yes, I mean, I can promote it any which way I'll mm-hmm. get creative with it. But I was listening to one of our episodes and it was, um, it was, uh, I, I'm losing my point. What was my point here? What was I talking about? Oh, about real life and, um, uh, jokes and positive. Oh, about how one of our episodes, it was talking about how like my whole life, I have to suck people in by kind of being the asshole first. So people are like, fuck that guy. And then I win them over with like, oh, he's actually like a really nice, open-minded, non-judgmental guy. Mm-hmm. That whole thing that he was doing is just an act. Yeah. And it is, it's real. It's not inauthentic, but it is built to be provocative. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I already have a quarter of a million people who like me. And that means I have at least a quarter of a million people who hate me because there's a lot more people who engage with me that don't like me, Yeah, but they know who I am. So I'm at probably half a million, maybe even close to a million people who know who I am and Uh have an opinion about me. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, I'm going to start trying to transition that into guys. I'm really a nice guy. You don't have to believe me here. (laughs) Although you should, if you listen to this podcast, I mean, I'm a pretty reasonable dude here. Uh, And I go in and out of these, these moods of like being ridiculous and sarcastic and all of that. But, Mm -hmm. but I'm ready to start transitioning and expanding and I'm slowly doing that. And I'm glad that the podcast is growing and I'm glad that my account is where it is. And now I'm starting to grow on the other account and I'm going to start expanding this outwards. Mm Mm-hmm plus other things that we are planning to expand into, Mm -hmm. which I kind of want to get into in this episode. There's a bunch of different things I want to get into. All right. Is there something you want to get into? Uh, I'm just going with the flow. Okay. Well, the flow is I usually just talk at you for an hour. (laughs) You're you, you become my therapist, (laughs) which this is kind of like therapy. I think about that, which all ties to kind of some of what I want to talk about, Yeah. which is what I've been thinking about this week, which is like sex and cancel cancel culture and, Mm-hmm. Crystalia. Yeah. Crystalia. <laughs> I've been watching Crystalia's thing. You yeah. know. Yeah, what do you what do you think about Crystalia? Well, well, first off, a lot of people might not know who he is yeah, so or do know. Crystalia yeah. is a famous comedian who mm-hmm. I really like and look up to. Never really been a big fan of his stand up comedy. Like there's some viral clips that I, I like. I never thought he was the best comedian, to be honest. But I was a avid listener of his podcast. Mm-hmm. And How long I, have you been doing that? The podcast, maybe about two years. He was on episode 176, okay. you know, every week. So yeah. 176 weeks, I don't know, 52 weeks a year, just over a year mm-hmm. to two years. Not that long. Yeah. But it was starting to become, it was hitting its groove, you mm-hmm. know, and it was something I listened to every week. Yeah. And I definitely liked his personality on there. 
And uh, very famous, very successful comedian, very well known in the podcasting community because of his podcast. Plus, he's part of the Joe Rogan crew yeah. and all these other L.A. comics who all come together and uh, are on each other's podcasts and they all kind of promote each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, came out this week on Twitter. He was trending. He's been canceled. <gasps> Crystalia has been canceled yeah, because so he was grooming, if you can say that word, underage girls sexting them mm -hmm. texting them yeah having sex with them allegedly he I, was well this is what the narrative is yeah i'm so on the fence i've dug in deep on a lot of what was going on mm -hmm. i mean there's some creepy things and things that i think are not the way like there's no need for you to do that Let's make out. Yeah. Just like, like say, when I see you, we're going to make. Yeah. So he's texting. All, clearly. Okay. <laughs> clearly without allegedly, sure the out. truth is it's very clear that he likes young women. Yes. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm talking like legal, but young. Mm -hmm. 19, 20, 21, 22, like yeah. 22 might be old yeah. for him. Right. <laughs> he's 39. You know, mm -hmm. he's, he's a little bit older than me, you yeah. know? So I also have that perspective of like how it is to be like a mid thirties guy going on 40. We're like, are we the creeps now? And I already see that, you know, whatever. I already see that a lot on TikTok. Like you're a 40 year old man. Why are you talking to these 16 year olds? It's like, well, one, I'm making fun of them. I'm not trying to sleep with them. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is funny how it just shifts like so quick into, oh, you're 35. You're this creepy old dude. We're like, I really just felt like I became an adult, yeah. you know, like just a few years ago. It's like, what For the sure. fuck? I'm I do an not adult feel like now. an adult exactly. yet. Exactly. It, it blows your mind. <laughs> and the, all the people who say that it's always, it's a lot of younger people yeah. or somebody who's just protect, you know, it's like a father protecting his daughter or whatever, which I totally understand. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I think they're right. Mm -hmm. But also when you become 35, you're not that old. You certainly don't think you're that old yeah. and you don't think of yourself as that old. And you're really not that old, you know, mm -hmm. especially depending on your lifestyle, which my lifestyle is still very young, yes. very free. I go out all the time. If you've been married since like 22 and you yeah. have like a kid or this or that, and then you're 35, yeah. like you are, pro you feel 50. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you, and a lot of people look that way when they've been beaten down by jobs yeah. and stress and all of that. I look young. I act uh, young. Yeah. I don't have kids. I'm not married. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm a young dude at heart yes. and I've kind of. And you have that lifestyle. Yeah I, yeah, I still have a very young, free, single lifestyle, even yeah. though I have a girlfriend. But, you know, we go out and we're single, not single, but no, we're not yeah. like with kids and yeah. responsibilities and all, you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're still living the young life, do what we want to do. And it does blow your mind. It's like, damn, already it's like, yeah, I don't know. Society just switches. So that's one aspect of how I look at it. But, mm -hmm. um, uh, but he's like a super successful dude. He's pushing 40. I mean, he's like 39, I think. Very famous comedian, very wealthy mm -hmm. comedian, very, right? And I've always been of the opinion that like comedians are a little bit immune to cancel culture unless you do something truly heinous like Bill Cosby. Or, yeah. I mean, even like Louis C.K., I don't think he's going to be canceled forever. I think mm -hmm. what he did was creepy, but it wasn't illegal, yeah. which I don't know if you know, Louis C.K. was. Yeah, wasn't he like masturbating in front of people? Yeah, or it was one, yeah. consensually, yeah. who he asked, yeah. right? And I think it was a little it's weird, over the top. Yeah, but, it's weird, but you know, uh, this is also one thing that I think about is, and yeah, <laughs> how come it yes is no, when fine. we have this whole narrative of like, don't, 
kink shame women if they want to be sexually open and women are into these things it's an empowering thing mm -hmm. but then we are so quick to shame a man who wants to masturbate in front of somebody mm -hmm. like that's his thing yeah it's consensual he didn't force anybody you yeah. know so the I only think thing i would shame someone is if it's like kids like oh. if they're if they're wanting yeah like you know what like kids in front of kids or no no, no um or if just kids being, want to do it. Yeah, um, sexually attracted to kids. Yes. If that's your kink, that's Correct. the one thing that you are not allowed to like. Absolutely. You know? And that's where this conversation is like but. about the crystalia. It brushes up on that mm -hmm. where are you, you're talking kids. Yeah. But what's a, what's or in, like a 16 year old and stuff. Yes, it's like, these are, these know? are the legal lines yeah. and then the, the blurring of moral lines, mm -hmm. but it's very different than a child. It's not a fucking 10 year old. No, right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this is where it gets so crazy. It's like, how do you define this? Because the law is 18, yet everybody mm -hmm. is calling him a creep if he's going, because he's 39 going after a 19 year old. Mm -hmm. That's fully legal. Yeah. You know, why is that creepy? Although I do agree because even from my perspective, I'm like, bro, you got women throwing yourself at you. Most of your audience is women. Mm -hmm. You're a successful dude who is like women love you could sleep with a hot 25 year old who looks fucking young, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like you have any trouble getting women. Mm -hmm. So why are you pushing it so far to be like, I want them to be 19. Yeah. And I don't know if that's what he's looking for or if it is just, those are the ones that are coming out. But there were a few that came out where he was texting a girl who was 17. And I think the youngest was 16. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any evidence of anything younger than 16. Right. Yeah. And even the 16 year old, as soon as she said she was 16, he stopped contacting her. Weren't for, you saying too, that in Canada, the consensual age is 16. Yes. Because apparently he was touring a lot in places where it seemed he knew where the laws were. Yeah. And you know, that, Do you know Canada, if that 16 year old was in Canada. I think so. But this is all yeah. kind of going from DMS yeah. and everybody's got spans. I believe it or not, have not looked up all the state by state and country by country <laughs> laws. Cause I'm one of those dudes where I'm like, I mean, I kind of like him to be 22. Yeah. And I know? thought it was 18 was just kind of everywhere yeah. in the United States. No, no, it's but, not. Yeah. I guess it's more state by yeah. state. Which is so that becomes this whole discussion of, okay, it's legal, but it's creepy, mm -hmm. but what is his real, you know, so there's a lot of different things that I'm thinking about is like his mentality, the aging mentality of just a man just growing up and also still being attracted to certain things or trying to, you know, come to terms with his age, but also maybe his maturity, right? Because men mature very Slow, slow. Right. <laughs> and I think about myself, like I was a virgin uh, at 20, you know, mm -hmm. I was a late bloomer and yeah. a lot of people would never guess this knowing me now, I know. you, you would never, that, ever would never guess this. <laughs> I never got late in high school and I never got late in college. Mm -hmm. And it was like, there's a lot of, once you start figuring it out, there's a lot of trial and error. Yes. There's a lot of, yeah. of, um, you know, n you know, mistakes and sloppy, uh, just, uh, <laughs> That would suck. Just awkward experiences. And then then you have to get good at that and get confident at that. And then you start getting girls. And then you start getting confident with the fact that you get girls. And then you start enjoying the fact that you get girls. And then you're 35. You need to grow up, bro. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I just got to a point where like women like me. Mm -hmm. I like myself. 
I know my way around women. Yeah. I know what I like. I know how to get what I like. Mm-hmm. I know how to do it in a way that doesn't leave them feeling used or scorned or vindictive or any of those things yeah. that when you're young, it can be awkward and sloppy and you can't control what the other person thinks. And it's just, so there's a lot of different angles there. And then I'm also thinking about the cancel culture angle yeah. because I'm a content creator and I'm a comedian at heart, even though I'm not a famous comedian like Chris D'Elia, I have that mentality and I've always looked up to comedians as they are kind of the truth tellers in society. And they're the people who are kind of free to say and do these things, especially the podcasters who are so open and honest where they put all their shit out there yeah. and they kind of own up to it their whole life. And that almost kind of builds up an immunity to like, you can't be canceled. And then he's canceled, right? (laughs) But I mean, he hit a lot of this, you know, a lot of this was not so, a lot of his content was like mocking a lot of these issues. Like you look back at some of these videos taken out of context. I don't know. I'm just so torn. Oh, it was funny. The one where it was a video of him on a podcast and they were talking about Snapchat and that you could screenshot the Snapchats and it like his face just looked like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. they can have record of my Snapchats. Which also like, oh, that too, God. that is, he that's, didn't know you could just, that's like, one. He's that like, is, they just go away, don't they? Yeah. You're like, yeah, but you it, can screenshot it. Looks it looks bad. Like, no. It definitely looks bad. <laughs> However, However, even that I think is so out of context because you don't know that he's not just like, oh, okay, and doesn't even really care or what the context was and people just just zoom in, like look at his face and it's like maybe he was just making a face because he just didn't know what to say or whatever. I don't know. A lot of these things are out of context. Wow, we're already at the commercial break. Okay, we're going to be right back and then we're going to get into this. Save that for another. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't really even know where I'm going with this, but this is what I've been keeping up on like this whole week. There's a lot of layers and details to this and it's like how to set it up and how to kind of dive into this because it ties in. It's not like I'm so worried about Chris Mm -hmm. I I mean, I I don't know. I'm on the fence about like, is what he did so terrible? So when you first started telling me about it, I was like, oh, well that really sucks because it it doesn't seem like it was that bad. The DMs that were coming out weren't that crazy you know he was just trying to obviously hook up with people and like wanting to have them come over and hang out and this and that um but then the further it got into it and then the younger that they were or the things he was then saying and then you were telling me how i guess like he would have them over and like have sex with them and then cry yeah so yeah yeah, okay so (laughs) Here's the thing. A lot of people are saying he's grooming underage kids then, because yeah, they, they were 17 or, like, or whatever. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I don't really think it's grooming. Grooming to me is like, you're an older person who's messaging a very young person who is clearly not of age yet. And you're, you're kind of manipulating them into liking you and trusting you to where either when they become age, you have sex with them or maybe even before they're mm-hmm. of age but you're being very sneaky and manipulative. Everything I saw about him, he was being very direct. Yeah, he was. Which, I mean, Mm -hmm. creepy, and there was no charm to it. Yeah. Which I'm also (laughs) like, bro, you're a charming dude with funny, like you're a famous comedian who women think is hilarious. Humor is one of the most attractive traits it's to probably women. Probably easier for him to do it in person too. Like if he met in person, I, he could that's charm, what I would think too. Like because so many like, people he was were just saying like down to it. He's just exactly. Like, so many people. So he would just direct right away yeah. and just be like, "Let's meet up. Will we make out? Yeah. Or like, 
let's have sex or, you yeah. know, I don't know exact, but it was like very to the Come point. To my hotel room. And so a lot of girls, here's the thing. A lot of girls would DM him. That's where I'm like, it's not grooming. If you're DMing him and if you're tweeting him, he's just responding to girls who are clearly into him. Mm -hmm. And he knows these women are into him regardless of their age. Yeah. And, but also you should be allowed to just send someone out that you admire, that you look up to. I agree. Without and, them like coming after you. Well, why to hook up? But with you. is he coming after them? He's not wrong. They did want to have sex with him. Many of them even said, "Yeah, I was very uh, excited. Like maybe we would have sex or something." But yeah. I didn't realize until years later. Like that's gross. And it's like you kind of. That's just like to me is like regret sex. That's not mm -hmm. you felt like a victim at the time. It's you were turned on at the time, and you were acting like an adult at the time, and maybe you were tricking him at the time. I don't know. There's a lot of different scenarios. I know that a lot of girls too like older men. Yeah, exactly. I like older men. And that's exactly. <laughs> and that's one area where I'm like, this is strange because we know a lot of girls who are like 20 years old. Yeah. Who specifically like much older, yeah. much older men. And that's a normal thing. Like women like the fucking daddies. Yeah. Right. And that's applauded. That is treated like, you know, don't slut shame these women. That's their, that's their choice. Mm -hmm. How do you have that choice without those older men being into substantially younger women? Like Crystalia is a young looking famous comedian. He's not some 50, 60 year old creepy dude who's who you're hooking up with. Yeah. And he's being shamed as some creepy dude, but like the one, the 20, the 19, 18, 19, 20 year old woman who wants to hook up with a 60 year old man. Cause she's into that. That's applauded. Mm -hmm. You need the 60 year old man who's into those women. Yeah. And the truth is all men are into t women who are 22. Mm -hmm. There's not a man in the world who wouldn't be into that. Yeah. Whether you go after a woman who's 18, that's where I'm a little bit like, yeah, 18 isn't maybe a deal breaker, but I would never seek that out. It would have to be an 18 year old who seems as though she's much older mm -hmm. because I feel like that's this whole generation. What? It just seems older because of yeah. makeup and like the clothes now and stuff. Gosh, when I was in high school or, you know, 17 and stuff, I had on like my baggy clothes. Like, I yeah. don't know, whatever no, was like I in agree. style then. That and right was... now it's all like crop tops and mini skirts and makeup done and hair extensions and like so many. That was one of the clips that was taken out like, of context ah. of Chris D'Elia was he's like, there's no such thing as a 16 year old girl anymore. They just go from six to 25. There's no in between. Yeah. And it's like taken out of context. Cause he's making a point and a joke about mm -hmm. like women are now just like, boom, right into puberty. They're looking like they're fucking 20 because yeah. they put on the makeup, they get surgery. They're doing everything. Well, when you're in high school, you don't get surgery. Well, some do either way. You know what I mean? All the no, things yeah. you talked about, yes. extensions, yeah. nails, yeah. the clothes, mm -hmm. how they present themselves, who they try to hang out with, go into bars when they're still not even legal, but they get fake IDs, yeah. a lot of things like that. And it's like, how the fuck is a man supposed to navigate this? Mm -hmm. However, you should be wise enough at 30. Not, it's not yeah. like you're being tricked. I knew a girl who, um, when she was 16, she was hooking up with guys who were much older, but she said, Oh, I'm 18. It's fine. Yeah. And she had huge tits, like, you know, look like a she lot was of women much will older. do that. Yeah. And so once he found out later, he, and like the mom found out and all of this. And How old was she? 16. Oh my God. The mom found out and like, you know, was all upset and everything. And he was like, well, how was I supposed to know? She said she was 18. Am I supposed to check <laughs> her ID? That's not a good excuse though. Like, Are you supposed to check her ID? I agree. That's what's like, so just tough. Like 20 you meet a woman in a bar. 
and she looks like she's 25 yeah and you don't you assume she's been id'd to be like nobody is like can i see your id yeah it's it's crazy gonna go by someone's age if they say that i agree and that's where nowadays you have to ask for the id (laughs) but even that what if it's a fake id uh, How do you'll you be know? able to look at How it and see know? there's a lot where you can like okay even the bars don't know they let them just, in they see so many people per day okay you so know? you're supposed to sit here and you know what i'm talking like you're gonna fucking do a facial recognition on them no a lot you, of the times it isn't their face it's like a friend's id that yeah, kind of and looks a lot like of them. times you're gonna look at it and be like it. that is you that was taken when you were 16 Maybe, and now you're but then 20 you can actually see the date and see and be like oh it says you're 25 you see what i'm talking oh, now whatever. people have to be professional bouncers and uh doormen professional to- Dude, I don't know how to judge whether an ID is legit or not. If I looked at it and it looked legit and it looks like the person, I'm going to assume it's the person. My picture doesn't look exactly like me. But it still looks like you. Yeah, because I don't put on makeup and I don't do my hair and I don't press on my nails and I don't do, I don't, the girls dye their hair and look completely different. You don't know. Their facial structure still the same. Look, I get it. But yes. that's not the way real interactions work. It's just a difficult uh, place to navigate. Mm -hmm. However... That's not what he was doing anyways. He was specifically seeking out younger girls. Yeah. It looks like, mm-hmm. or maybe that's just what came forward. I don't know. There's a lot of, there's so many fucking angles to this. Do you think that older women that he was coming out, like trying to hook up with would come out and say? Well, okay. That's one area where I'm like, I don't, I have a lot of sympathy well, for him because for so ones? many of the women who were, who were tweeting screenshots about his creepiness, mm-hmm. they were like, I was 19 at the time. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You were an illegal adult. Yeah. You were a legal adult. You are not part of this conversation. Yeah. You're just outing this dude and making him seem like a creep because you were 19 and you had consensual sex with yeah. him with a famous comedian who you liked. Yeah. And now you're because they're dogpiling on this dude and ripping his career is fucking ruined. In the blink of an eye, he went from being this famous podcaster, comedian, successful actor to blacklisted from his friends from Hollywood, his podcast is stopped. I mean, he should keep it going, but yeah. he hasn't. Uh, just completely. Sh- Does he have sponsorships with his podcast? Yes, those will probably be taken away, yeah. but at least he could still have a voice if yeah. he wanted to, but I'm sure he's laying low for a lot of reasons. Have I you think, looked at his uh, followers to see if they've gone down at not all? That deeply, yeah. Not that deeply. I'm sure if anything, they've gone up because people want to hear, like, when's his next video coming out yeah. so we can see. Uh, and I'm torn. It's like if he was if he was really going after 16 year olds, yeah, I'm gonna lose a lot of respect for the dude. But if it was like he was just messaging girls and he likes young girls and he didn't know they were 16 and then cuts contact when they're 16 yeah. and then all these women are dogpiling on him who are 19, mm-hmm. yes, I don't go after 19 year olds as a 35 year old. I don't. But mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't turn them down if they were coming at me and they seemed mature. Yeah, you know. Like nobody thinks, no man thinks that way. So I'm just torn, but they're not victims. These are not women who were tricked. These are not women who were raped or abused, but that, okay. So that's one angle where I'm like, Chris, what the fuck is going on, bro? What is going on? Because seeing these text messages and seeing how he was just so direct and put no finesse into it, no charm into it. 
And then, so girls would message him and be like, oh my God, he got me tickets to the show. And then he invited me backstage. And then he invited me to go get a drink. And then I was texting him and he would be like, actually come meet me in my hotel bar in down at the lobby. And then they would go and be like, hey, I'm down here. He's like, oh, I'm actually tired. Come up to my hotel room. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I know where this is going, no. right? And it's like how you said he could do it better in person. That's how I am yeah. is like, I want to get you to meet me at a bar yeah. where like, I'm going to be charming and funny there and I'm going to yeah. build up the vibe. Yeah. Like he that's what I'm going to do bar down there. Exactly. At the hotel, and and then instead he's up. just like, come right upstairs. Yeah, That's creepy. Which even that is not even by itself bad. That's not my style because mm -hmm. I know if I just meet you at a bar, I'm going to be able to get, because yeah. I want to know if I I'll vibe with you. you. There, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, bro, just put in some fucking charm into it. Spend 30 minutes. You're a famous comedian. They're going to come up to your room. Yeah. All you have to do is go down there like, charm them for yeah. a little bit, make them feel good. And so he would bring them up to the room and some of them would do that too. Again, they're adults. Yeah, They went up there. They're not victims. But then he would just pretty much use them for sex right away. Like suck my dick or I'm going to cut you off. And he would be so blunt. Cut like, you off? Like he would basically threaten them allegedly yeah. from some of the messages I saw. Like if you don't, the last girl who didn't do this, who said no to me, I didn't talk to her for six months. And these girls are fans of his, you yeah. know, and they want to get attention from him because they do. Yeah. And he would just be like, if you say no to me, I'm cutting you off, you know? And yeah. they're just like, oh, it's like, so then. It's more, are you giving me money? No. Is that what you're cutting me off from? I, I don't think that's what it is. It's girls who like him. But if you're like never going to talk to me again, but we weren't talking beforehand. No. Well, they, some were. Some oh, would text for a while. while. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And in fact, some of those would be like, a girl would message and be like, I'm only 17. And he would say, oh, that's too young. And then he would basically like ghost her for a few months. And yeah. then months later, he would be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? He wouldn't say that, <laughs> no, yeah. but he would be like, how you doing? Yeah. And then she'd be like, they'd kick it back up. So yeah. he would keep conversations going for a while and he would cut it off. Yeah. When, and I have not seen any evidence of him sending or receiving naked pictures from somebody who he knew he was 16. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Everybody was piling on. I never saw a single shred of that. Yeah. The only thing I saw was him messaging a girl who was 16. And as soon as she said she was 16, he stopped messaging. But he had asked for pics. He didn't say naked pictures. And everybody is saying, oh, he was soliciting nudes from her. And it's like, he didn't say that. Yes, but we all know what that means. But you see, this is not concrete evidence to ruin somebody's life over. It is like- Semantics, man. Not true, because there's been times where I ask people <laughs> for pics and it's not like I'm asking them for naked pictures. They might think that, but I mean like, Send I want to see what you cat. look like. No, of you. Oh. Yes. So, I'm not so that's saying, implied. So like when you say it's pics, it's like you. nudes are implied. No, no, that's what just everybody thinks. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that's he doesn't think that. That's why they say that. That's why people say pics because everybody thinks that. Either way, he did not say naked pictures. He didn't say that. This is all here. This is all just made up stories. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying but he- you even just said that everybody assumes and everybody knows it means- Yes. Nudes. Okay. So everybody is ruining the guy's life over complete assumptions, not over real evidence, which mm -hmm. leads into the cancel culture aspect that yeah, I'm fascinated with. That's a good loophole. I agree. He's, pu system, he's pushing yes. the line. He's pushing the line. I agree. And again, this is not my style. Mm -hmm. I like, no, I, know. I like girls who I feel are not naive. Mm -hmm. I like girls who don't seem uh, you know, timid. New to it. Yeah, yeah. I need a girl who I know, like, 
knows what she's doing and mm-hmm. knows what she wants. Yeah. Whether she's 20 or she's 30, I don't really care. I mean, I, a 22 year old seems perfect because they are very young and just they're, they got all the attractive qualities as a man. Yeah. But it's the vibe of like, if you were a 22 year old virgin, I'd be like, eh, we're not going to work. I'm out of your league. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not something I'm interested in. He seemed to specifically get off by them being naive, yeah. you know, and kind of, and it's like, what is that? Is that, and, but I, I can empathize with that side too, because yes, he's a 39 year old man. And it's like, I'm 35. So it's like, I'm not far off from that, mm-hmm. but I can understand how naive I was in my like mid twenties, like 25, 26, 27. I was still very like insecure, inexperienced with sex, mm-hmm. barely was only getting laid, like kind of on accident sometimes. And then all of a sudden I started to kind of become sought after where women actually liked me, where women went out of their way to be with me. And Mm -hmm. then I was like my choice who I slept with. And you have to go through that a few years until you're like, you know, when he lost his virginity, exactly why you would know that. No clue. clue. Somebody did dig up a clip of him talking about how a girl he dated in high school, he was still a virgin and she had lost her virginity when she was studying abroad in Italy. And he was very hurt by that. Yeah. By the fact. So oh. there, there's all kind. It's like I can understand the complex of a young man who wants to get attention from women and can't. And that's a big reason why men do go into comedy or try to be, you know, be successful in music or whatever it is. Sports. Yeah. It's like you're we're all trying to get like qualities that attract women. That's what every man wants to do. And I can empathize with that. Mm-hmm. But at a certain point, I was lucky where like I felt that way a lot in my early 20s. And then once I started getting good, I just grew up. I accepted it very quickly. Whereas some people might not like mature into it and instead are just always kind of living, like trying to fill that void that they always had. It depends. Like I never felt that frustrated in high school Mm -hmm. about not getting laid. I was nervous. I didn't, I was scared to get laid. I had opportunities, but I was scared to ever make a move because Mm -hmm. I just didn't know what I was doing. I was afraid to be embarrassed. I was afraid to like people make fun of me and stuff. So I wasn't that hung up on it that I don't feel like I'm like ever looking back at high school of like, Oh, I wish I had gotten laid, Mm -hmm. but I did feel that way in college where then I still wasn't getting laid in college. And it wasn't because I couldn't, it was because I just didn't have confidence. I didn't make the moves myself. I didn't know what to do. Right. And it's like, but now there's no excuse. And that is kind of maybe an area where I always kind of look back on of like, I'm still filling up for those years, at least in my Mm twenties. Now I don't really feel that way because once you have sex with like I, I caught up for lost time. I did have sex with a lot of girls and they were college age girls and I had fun and, and, but you do make mistakes in the early years. Probably it's like, how do they feel? You know, do they feel like it was not fulfilling or sloppy because you don't know how to get them off. You don't know. There's a lot of things you have to learn, but Mm -hmm. I was never like a pushy dude. I was never a dude where like, no, I couldn't take no for an answer. Yeah. So I was lucky in that regard, but which is nice. Cause I have been with a few dudes where I'm just like saying, no, they would like smoke me out or something and be like, trying to like get with me. And I'm like, no, like you're just my friend. Like stop. And they're no. like, oh, what I smoke you out for? Like blah, blah, blah. And they get oh, upset. And I'm just like, and they picked me up and I'm just like in the car, like, can I go home now? Yeah. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like I thought we were just friends, but yeah. obviously you like want more from me and like, 
fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> rapey. You're being rapey right now. Can you I not? Agree. Because they would keep trying and trying. And I'm like, I don't have a car. I don't have my car. <laughs> like, yeah. I just thought we were smoking. Like, And that's another shit. area where I'm so torn on this because I, I'm looking at it from this comedian aspect. I'm looking at it from cancel culture aspect. I'm looking at it from like the, the young guy live, who's actually older and is kind of trying to catch up for lost time. Mm-hmm. But I'm also understanding very well from the girl's perspective of you can't make a girl feel like she's trapped. You can't make a girl feel like she's forced Mm -hmm. like that type of shit. I was always turned off by. I was always one who wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to have sex and I would be like trying to initiate once I started getting confidence. Mm -hmm. But if somebody is not into me. Yeah. That's a turnoff. Mm-hmm. Like I want a girl who's like, or keep saying no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's not it's something like, that right, I like. Then that's fine. Yeah. But a lot of times too, like you were saying before, girls like to play the game. Like, oh no, exactly. But then they can like feed into it too. Yeah. So then that's like, oh well, that like they like this. But when a girl is saying no, you can like and yeah. means it. You can clearly see that because they are not when you have like, experience to yeah. understand women. Because, because I've kind of done that before. Like when we were first starting to hook up or whatever too, I was just like, oh, like, like get no, off, stop, no, 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 or whatever. But, but she like, meant But then yes. like lean into it That's type thing. Meant. I know. But there were times with other Dude, people Dude, there are girls like, who will no. do that. They'll say no. And I like push them and off. And then you respect the no and they almost get mad at you for not trying. It's like, I wanted you to still try, yeah. you know, they're just playing hard to get. And it's mm-hmm. like, I learned that very quick. And I was like, I'm not into that. Right. Yeah. But also the way you learn that is by figuring that out through experience. And it's like those early sexual experiences of my early twenties. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know how they feel. Yeah. You know, I no don't means know. No. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, it was not stuff like that oh. because I was so my, that's, I think what my blessing but was. But yes, for everybody else, no does mean no. It does. And it do does. not think that if, yeah, if a girl says no, don't like wait for her to like Unless come you back. understand like, her body language and, uh, or listen to like dating lines. for a little while. Or it's she's just it's like, a tricky oh, no, thing. Don't. That's the thing about sex. <laughs> and this, it all not ties here. to, it all ties to how I think about now I have this following of like young men on TikTok. Yes. And how scary that must be for them to navigate this adolescent age of how to how to get girls when you're terrified that if you make a single mistake your life is going to be ruined like there's not there's nobody to teach you this men don't have a teacher men don't have a way to learn this the best thing men have is porn that is the best thing that's a terrible teacher you see what i mean but there's nothing else. No, there's nothing else. And then they're held to so account. So be a plumber and, then and the knock second, on someone's door. Then the second a man, tur- <laughs> a, a boy, a boy turns 20 years old, which we call a man, uh-huh. but is a boy. Yeah. He's supposed to be mature and understanding and he's a predator mm-hmm. if he makes one wrong move. I was a fucking virgin at that age. Yeah. Like what the fuck are we talking about? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's a, there's so many fucking angles to this conversation, but we're at another commercial break. So we're going to be right back. All right. And we're back. Yeah. Talking about one of the most delicate subjects a 35 year old man can talk about where uh, it just sounds like you're victim blaming and you're uh, standing up for a pedophile, even though this is another thing. It's like, he's not a pedophile. 
Pedophiles are people who go after children, prepubescent yeah. people, or, or I would even say early teens. He's mm -hmm. not doing that. He's going after women who look mature and sexualized. Mm -hmm. There's laws. You got to fucking play that game. For Again, sure, yeah. don't fucking, don't dance around on the boundary. When I was 17, I'm pretty sure I was with a 19-year-old. Yeah, so. and this shit happens but all the again, time. But then again, he wasn't 30. Oh, but. on TikTok today. So there's this couple. There's a couple. There's so many. I feel like I barely even like like we talked about this, but there's so many like things I'm trying to get to about this story mm -hmm. that it's just so hard to get to because there's so many different angles that you have to talk about in caveat. And now I'm going on a fucking tangent, but there's this couple on TikTok that I've actually seen for a while. I think they have millions of followers. I don't want to out their name, but mm -hmm. they are a really cute couple. I think they're married. They've been yeah. married for years. And I watch a lot of their videos and I'm like, oh, she's very cute and he's cool. And they have a good like, like he's always kind of teasing her and kind of like, it's kind of like how you and I are, but yeah. they're just like a different personality. Yeah. Uh, really cute. Anyways. Then I saw this other guy make a video about them because apparently he went through their Instagram and they had like this love story or something. This yeah. will probably give it away to people who are on TikTok, but, and I guess he had, he, he's like eight years older than her or maybe, maybe only like seven or six years, which really makes it creepy that I'm eight years older <laughs> than you, but I met you when you were 23. Yeah. <laughs> but he met her when she was 17, mm -hmm. I guess, or they started dating when they were 17. Yeah. But then like it goes through this whole story about they started, they met or they started dating when they, when she, she was, was 17, 17 and he was like 24 or 25. Yeah. Right. Which already it's like, is that okay? I don't know. I know. And then they were married by 20 and then they had kids or it's like their anniversary. Real, They've been together forever. Like they yeah. have a good relationship. But he started dating her when she was 17. But the end of the story is like, I'm so glad he stalked me for those three years before I started Ew. dating. Right? So he was 21 no. and she was 14. What the fuck? That was the- That's grooming. Right? That is grooming. But they're married and in love and have a great she relationship. she doesn't know any better. Or- True love. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look again, I don't want to hook up with a 14 oh year old. I don't want to fucking. No, that seems like grooming. That seems like you're just like, yes, they, but like you should have waited till afterwards. And it threw me off because like, I have oh seen gosh, this couple. So I have seen this couple so much and I'm like, they're such a cute couple, like couples goals, you know? And then yeah. I saw this guy break down like the timeline yeah. and I was like, Wait a second. That's the definition of grooming. It may be an outlier to where they actually have a good relationship and things are good. And she's like, not yeah. abused. I, I, not, there was I mean, this not famous, abused, like, uh, uh, you know how know. teachers hook up with their students. There was a famous yeah. case maybe back in the 90s or something. I forget what her name was. And it was a female teacher who was like hooking up with a young boy. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. then she went to jail for like many years. And then they got, and they got out together. and still got married and had kids. Yeah, they yeah. were truly in love. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, I don't but know. That's kind of like the grooming thing too, because then he went to jail for so or Oh no, he, he didn't go to jail. No, she he, did. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's yeah. you can't. It's so hard to discuss these things because in some instances, being, it's like. I mean, maybe there's they had a real connection. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know if his breakdown was right or if the girl like they met when they were seventeen and then it was they started dating when they were twenty one when she was. 20, mm -hmm. I don't know. But the way it seemed was like, what the, f wait a second. 
that doesn't add up, bro. You're 21 and she's 14. Like, okay, there's something weird. But then you yeah. fast forward to us. We're eight years apart. Yeah. So you were 13 when I was 21. Yeah, but you didn't like come after me then. Exactly. I met you when you were 23 yeah. and I was going on 30. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you were 22. I'm eight years older. Yeah. But I met you when I was 29 going on 30 because I think that was my first birthday when yes. we were together. Mm-hmm. Either way, okay. it is weird. It's like you shift the timeline back a little bit. It's creepy. But right here, it's totally fine. I know. It's, <laughs> it's weird how it works. It is. Uh, and that's my <laughs> age group. It's like I like that age group of like the early 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good age for a woman. Yeah. You know, and I think most men feel that way. And it's so many people will fucking jump on the pile and be like, you're a fucking creep, bro. And it's like every fucking man, whether they admit it or not, is attracted to early 20-year-old women. Mm-hmm. Like that is just nonsense. And we can talk about that without yeah. fucking calling it creepy. That's just <laughs> the way we're biologically wired. Mm-hmm. That's why women look that way when they're fucking 20. That's their fucking prime yeah. for like getting a mate and having babies. It's not some, their sexual prime. Some No, I know, but I'm w- saying like some, yeah. Women's sexual prime is in their 30s, yeah. for sure. That's when they really Some get... girls prime out in high school. Okay. Some well, girls whatever. glow up and get no. better, and I keep glowing up as I age. I'm just saying, there's a big difference between being attracted to that age group and being attracted to a fucking 10-year-old, okay? That's a big oh, yeah. fucking difference. Mm-hmm. And they're smearing him like that's what he's doing, and I don't know. I'm just so torn on the whole issue. Yeah. but And I wonder, like... So what is his fucking hangout? Like, is he living up for the past? Like he never got laid in high school yeah, and then he never know. got out of that. Yeah. Is But then, yes, yeah, so he would meet these girls and then he would pretty much like use them solely for sex and kick them out after or would be like crying and asking them to like take care of them. Yeah. That's take some of the of shit them, I yeah. saw. And uh, it, what's weird is, so you look back at his cult because all these podcasters kind of have like groupies and you have like a name of like who your groupies are. And yeah. he would always call them the babies, which was like, Hey, my babies, what's up? Yeah. And it was like kind of just a goofy thing, which fits into his personality. But then that gets kind of framed weird. <laughs> and then he, but then he would have these girls call him daddy. Yeah. So oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. And then it's like all these things start like, now it kind of seems really creepy, you yeah. know, on all these levels. I was working at the watch shop and there was a customer of ours and he would always come in and like, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the word. I don't think he would flirt, but maybe, but just like be like, you know, all about this. Like, oh, let me take you out. You know, this or that. Oh, you're the same age as my daughters, but it's fine. Like they won't mind. Like blah, blah, blah. Like be their stepmom. Like it's cool. Like <laughs> I'm just like, oh man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> How old were you at the time? Um, mm, early 20s, t- maybe 20. I mean, that's yeah. most men will early fucking 20. hit on you. I was not 21. Age. Oh, 19. Probably, yeah, yeah 19, 20 yeah. when I worked there. Yeah. He was like in his 50s. Yeah. <laughs> his daughters were like a, a few years younger or like my age. It's not <laughs> unusual. Yeah. But now it's all but getting But then again, too, up. it's like weird. I don't know. I... Kind of liked it. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? A lot of women I do. Mean, yeah, That's another thing I that like we have to guys. talk about. There was another older guy yeah. who were, uh, went through Publix and he had the most beautiful blue eyes. And he would always come through my line every time he was at Publix. Oh. And uh, yeah. We, Look, like, she's, she's, bl- <laughs> see my, she's proving we, like, my point. Like, making out one time. He like picked she's, me up from my house and like, she's over here blushing his, like, and getting, escalated, like, getting yeah. turned on by the fact that 
He was, yeah, he was a very good looking older dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm about that. Yeah. Obviously. So. Hey, slow down. <laughs> just because I'm, just because I'm Chris D'Elia's almost age. God. I like older, good looking dudes. But okay, so that's say. one area where I'm like, this fucking sucks because I'm seeing it from all these angles and I'm like, damn, I'm almost that fucking age. And it really is like, I literally feel as though I just got, you know, just a few years ago, got good at getting girls. And now I have to be over it, you know? And it's like, I don't think that's the way it works. You know, (laughs) I don't think that's the way nature works. It's like, so he now is this famous celebrity who's super rich and is getting women throwing themselves at him. And he's probably just addicted to like, now I can hook up with these girls that I never got to, Yeah, you know? And it's like, you're not allowed to do that now when mm-hmm. it's, but then, and they twist it like, oh, he's using their power over them when they're DMing him and having fame and fortune and success and being funny and being, these are attractive things yeah. that are good qualities for a man. And, also, and we're treating it like that's a bad thing for him to utilize that to get sex. That's all yeah. men have to get laid is And you were success. saying them using the power over these people, these women. The one who was actually using their power over women was uh, Harvey Jeff- Weinstein, yeah, yeah, yes. Jeffrey Epstein. No, no, uh, not that one. I meant, yeah, Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, yes, I was going to add those two names. That together, is something that for you're sure. You're not going to make it in this industry yeah, unless you suck my that's dick. That's somebody who is an evil person yes. who is truly yes. using and abusing women, yes, whether they're power. of age or not. Yeah. That's a discussion that we can have. Mm-hmm. But saying like, because he was basically saying, I will destroy your career yeah. if you speak, if you don't do this, mm-hmm. I'm the only chance for you to succeed. None so of that was going up. on with Chris D'Elia. He wasn't yeah. tricking that. He wasn't saying it. He was just saying, you know, this is all I, he was being direct and saying, this is what I want yeah. and that's it. Mm-hmm. And if not, I'm not going to talk to you, yeah. you know, but they're not trying to be comedians. They're not trying to get acting gigs. They're yeah. not trying to get, you know, it's just. They were fans. Oh, who is that other one too? Um, the rapper was it a rapper? R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was the same thing. Like he was like, "Oh, I'll take you under my wing," you know, and but I'll, I'll get you into the music industry. Underage and stuff. girls too, yes, that, which was super creepy. Yeah, but then he was also using his power to be like, "I will make you into a star yeah. as well." Well, he did with Aaliyah. Yeah, and, and she was. They got married. Yeah, and she was like fifteen or something. That's fucking nuts. So creepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a different thing. That's why I'm saying I think that's a different thing than what's going on with yes, Crystalia. Yeah. And he his life is being ruined and he's being canceled. Mm-hmm. And I'm so kind of upset because I really did love his podcast. Yeah. And he was actually going out of his way to like groom clearly underage girls. Mm-hmm. That's gonna change my opinion, but I haven't seen true evidence of that. Yeah. And so it's just it's such a tricky debate and I'm not sure how to feel about it. And it's just, it's, I've been watching and it's been kind of fascinating and we've been mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah. Waiting just, for him to come out how does podcast. It, how does a new, I know you got to fucking, <laughs> my theory is do not back down. Yeah. Come out with another podcast right away yeah. and just lean into it, bro. Mm-hmm. And just say, yeah, yeah. I like young women and this happened, but I cut it off when this Once happened I and, found out, yeah. and whatever. I, I like that. Just fucking own it. Yeah. But that's hard to do. I hope you're That's, listening. So I know. Crystal Leo. I'm a big fan of your podcast. Your comedy could use some work. Uh, I think I could, I think I'm a better comedian than you, but you're better at crowd work and you definitely are way more successful. So who the fuck, what the fuck do I know? Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I, it is sad to see. And it just really pokes a whole hole in the idea of like even comedians who are outside of 
standard cultural rules can be taken down for for things again bill cosby was a true rapist he deserves to be taken down that's something different (laughs) i'm not saying comedians are immune no but it's this new age where even woke culture is creeping into the comedy world and um I don't know. I just don't know where no it's all going. And then Except for you, because you have no way to get canceled. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. So I'm thinking about how it changes in 20 years from now, because the th- a lot of the stuff he was doing was like the early 2000 or the early two, like 2011 to 2014. Yeah. I remember those years when social media was new. Mm-hmm. The rules were not the same and there wasn't there wasn't as much like cultural knowledge of these things that it was a different time as much as people say like you should know better then it's like well you don't know better then and people were figuring some of this stuff out yeah. and then it comes out many 10 years later when people are screen capping this stuff and it's like mm-hmm. that's one thing but what about the people from fucking 30 years ago who were doing things that at the time were totally normal the casting couch yeah the, harvey weinstein that was normal shit in fucking hollywood mm-hmm. and then it comes out of like he's this evil monster and it's like yeah i agree but also at the time how would he like that was kind of the culture yeah that was kind of the culture and so i just get away with it yeah, whatever yeah, but there know. there is something to be said about if you go back and you look at old movies from like the 80s mm-hmm. if you're a young adolescent man watching movies that's how you learn television movies there's no internet there's yeah. no social media how the fuck do you learn there's no mentors there's no mm-hmm. good parents they didn't fucking know shit they yeah. were raised by fucking parents from the it's 40s like what the <laughs> fuck remember, yeah. how do they learn about girls from the movies Mm -hmm. and what is all the movies have in the 80s rape scenes yeah literally go back and watch any fucking movie and i'm not talking brutal rape scenes where they're victimized i'm talking things where they make it seem like it's funny and okay oh god go back and watch the old teen comedies every teen comedy in the 80s has a scene like breakfast club where the guy goes like you remember breakfast club it's like all the kids have detention molly Mm -hmm. ringwald the red hair girl she's famous in the 80s yeah she even came out and said publicly in like a magazine interview recently like we all thought this was a great movie when we did it and i look back and i'm like how did we think this was okay yeah because there was a scene in there where like the the guy who was like the bad boy was under the table and just starts finger banging her yeah against her will or like without her consent Mm -hmm. and yet it's viewed in the movie as like a good thing yeah like this is how you do it this is how you get it Mm -hmm. you go back to like weird science what did they make the whole point of weird science was like they invented this sex robot doll i i don't really remember it that well but i'm pretty sure that was it go back to the goonies Goonies has the scene where the younger brother, Brad, is the older brother, Josh Brolin, who's now Josh Brolin. He's a famous actor, but he was the older brother. And the younger brother had the braces and he gets the hot girl in the cave and he starts making out with her because she thought it was the older brother. Yeah. And he's like making out with her. And it's like viewed as like a cute coming of age adolescent boy story of you made out with this girl. Yay. She thought you were the older brother. But that's like that's kind of rapey bro right (laughs) and there was a lot of scenes like this where uh revenge of the nerds there was like a fucking scene where the nerd is having sex with like the hot dudes again this is like one that i don't remember that well but i'm pretty sure it was like she thought she was having sex with the jock yeah and she was really having sex with the nerd yeah you know american pie american pie one of the greatest fucking scenes of my adolescent age that I literally could jerk off to mm-hmm. was 
he was like, all the friends were watching her get naked in his room on the webcam. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That was like what we <laughs> saw as like, this is how you do it, man. You mm -hmm. know, seeing girls in the fucking locker room, like somebody like having a hole or like sneaking oh in gosh. there or whatever. It's I've like that. that type was of that shit. That, that's fucking everything. That was how culture was. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then those boys who thought that was normal and behaved according to that. Yeah. In the eighties, in the early 90s, I mean, I was a fucking loser when American Pie came out, so I just saw that and jerked off. Yeah. And luckily, I wasn't in college where I thought that was okay. <laughs> but everybody, I can understand from a boy's perspective, mm -hmm. thinking that that's okay, doing something along those lines. Yeah. If you had the opportunity, and then yeah. growing up 30 years later, and now you're a 50 year old man, and somebody comes out and says on Twitter, he raped me. Yeah. And it's like, you're not wrong. But also, you got to take the context of the time yes, and the culture. But also, Joe Biden. Back in the day, it was all fine. He grew up in a different time, this or that. And now he's like a creepy old dude who smells people's hair or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, how long can you go off of it was a different time? Oh, then? I agree. I agree. However, you need to change speaking of Joe Biden, speaking well. of Joe Biden, <laughs> all these people who love cancel culture and are far on the left, they're the, going to be the people who vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, and, he and like they're going to say, girl, right? they're going to say, okay, there is a credible rape yeah. allegation where he forcibly raped a woman. I need to woman. see facts. I, this needs to go to court. Exactly. Guilty or no, uh, innocent until proven exactly. guilty. Exactly. But everybody else is like guilty. Exactly. Guilty. Whereas Donald Trump is like, he's been a known kind of creeps and a womanizer since ever. And he can just grab woman by the pussy. I, I thought, I think, okay, I well, like that's what I heard. That too is just how <laughs> that's locker room talk. And the truth is just like we're talking with Chris D'Elia, when you're famous, they let you do it. Yeah. And that is a, there's a truth to that, mm -hmm. but he's talking and he's bragging and whatever. I'm not even excusing that. But if you're saying that that's a deal breaker for for Donald Trump, how is it okay that Joe Biden is sniffing young girls' hairs and has a credible rape allegation? Yeah. They destroyed Brett Kavanaugh during his hearings. He was the Supreme Court justice who is now on the Supreme Court because yeah. he survived it. But they ruined his image for the rest of his life on the bench, which is a lifetime appointment. Mm -hmm. He's going to be called a rapist. Yeah. All from one allegation of what happened in college 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And maybe it did and maybe it didn't. I'm not making a judgment on that. Oh, yeah. However, the same could be said about Joe Biden and there's much more evidence backing up that claim Yeah, and they're going to vote for him. Yeah. And then they jump on the bandwagon of two evils and supposedly Joe oh, Biden God. is the lesser. <sighs> Whatever. That's uh, what they think. Donald Trump what pays, what pays prostitutes for sex. That's not sexual predator. <laughs> that is consensual. Yeah. There's nothing more consensual than paying a woman $175,000 for sex. There, that is not rape. <laughs> So I'm going to go ahead and say Joe Biden is worse. However, there is credible proof that Donald Trump was hanging out on Epstein's Island. So, yeah. you know, I can't really say. However, Donald Trump was on record being like, yeah, I know Jeffrey Epstein, but he kind of likes him young. And the way Donald Trump was saying it was like, they're a little too young for me, bro. Yeah. You know, 
So I don't really get like, the I pedophile Like I like women vibe. around, but I yeah. don't like. I he, wouldn't hook oh, up nobody's with, denying that yeah. Donald Trump loves women. No, yeah, but that's like what he was saying. Yeah. Like I he like women not, around. Like he'd go to the island probably yeah. and be like, oh yeah, women, girls yeah. or whatever. But like, yeah, he, yeah. But not I don't know this what he's young. Saying like, that's yeah. how that's how my vibe is. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't see a lot of evidence to the contrary. Mm-hmm. But also, whatever you say about that. So was the Clintons. Yeah. All right. So if you're going to say I you know, can't Bill vote, you there. can't vote for Donald Trump. <laughs> what do you think fucking Bill Clinton was yeah. doing? And if you don't think Hillary Clinton is up to no fucking good, I mean, she's not out there. She's a woman. So the things are different for what she does, but she knows damn well what's going on mm-hmm. and she's supporting it too. So you could say the same thing. <laughs> All right. We're this, uh, this is the, uh, sexual predator podcast. We're yeah. going to be right back after another commercial break. Uh, should we get the mask? I don't know. I feel At like the end. I feel like we should save the mask till next week. This is a okay. bad episode to promote yeah. my yeah. mom's mask. <laughs> we'll save that till next next week. Sorry, mom, but this topic is not good for the promotion. All right, we'll be right back. We'll still be under quarantine, so it's fine. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Okay, we're back. Um, yeah, man, it's all it's all crazy because the rules of society change as time goes by. And that's Mm -hmm. also one angle that I think about it is, you know, what are we doing now that in 20 years is going to ruin us? You were saying before eating meat. Yeah. That's a good example. That's a good analogy. Yes. Yes. Of there's so many things like this in the past where make sure it's recording. Yeah, it's good. I was like, (laughs) is that going? Um, Where, Look, okay, here's a very provocative one. Mm-hmm. Here's a very provocative one. And okay. of course, nobody's going to like to hear this. Oh, what? There's a, there's a famous picture from like the early 1900s or late 1800s where it's just a bunch of people lynching a black guy in the street. Mm. Horrible. Okay. Fucking awful. Yeah. And you see them all just staring. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and they're taking a picture as though everybody's proud to be there. And it's like, that is fucking awful, yeah. right? Anybody who looks at that gets a gut-wrenching feeling of For what sure, is yeah. wrong with these people. Yeah. However, those people grew up not only in a time where racism was kind of normal, slavery was normal, mm-hmm. even though I'm not giving a pass to that, but also there was no television, no radio, no entertainment, no anything that it's like, oh, what are we going to do tonight? Oh, they're lynching some people down at the corner square. Let's go watch. Yeah. And then we look at that as like, that's fucking disgusting. And it is. The guillotine and stuff. When yeah. People get their heads that's chopped up That's a better or whatever. one. Because yeah. I don't want to make that. Nobody can fucking rationalize the, the, the lynching of black men. That's so, there's such a fucking nasty feeling from that. Yeah. But if you just think about French culture and the guillotine, it's yeah. easy to kind of see the same effect yeah. while you separating stole some yourself. Bread Cause you're hungry yeah. and your head's chopped. And then off people now. are in the crowd and they're just <laughs> cheering. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, there's that, a key. There's that's a what people today. did. Yeah. That's what people that did. Entertainment. Which and is then really you look at that now and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah. They should have known better. How would they the know better? Gladiators. How would they know better? Yeah. How? Based on today's standards, they know yeah. better. But In they hindsight. wouldn't. And nobody mm-hmm. likes to think like that. Yeah. They like to think you should fucking know. Right? Yeah. And so think about something we're doing today where it's all out there. Mm-hmm. It's all on social media. I've been on social media since the very first social media websites. Yeah. MySpace, yeah. Friendster, Facebook. MySpace. Fucking Woo-hoo. YouTube. I was on YouTube <laughs> the first fucking week it came out. Yeah. The beginning of online dating, Tinder, Bumble, all these things. I yeah. have a bunch of shit that I put out in my adolescent age 
that has is out there, right? What of those things, Twitter, how many tweets do people send that then 10 years later that they sent in 2011 when it was totally fine to say provocative, crazy things that are just meant to be jokes. Mm -hmm. That's when I started doing comedy was in 2011 when on Twitter, I would say the most ridiculous things I could possibly say just to get more likes because it was like this fun. It was like comedians, right? And if I saw those tweets, a lot of them I've deleted, but even still, there's probably a lot out there that like, so all I know is all these people who got taken down, like Kevin Hart and James Gunn, who's a famous Hollywood actor and got fired from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because yeah. he said this crazy shit. That it was all in that range yeah. of 2010 to 2012 where everybody was saying this shit. Mm-hmm. That's what Twitter was in those years. And I remember it very well because I was doing it every fucking day, trying to say the most provocative thing I could say. Yeah. And then 10 years later, you forget about it because you've grown up and you've matured and mm-hmm. society has moved forward. And then people dig that shit up and they say, how dare you? You should have known better. Ugh. And it's like, can people not grow yeah. and change with society? They definitely do. And so when I look at shit like this, the cancel culture of today, and obviously I'm still putting myself out there. And I mean, look at my fucking TikTok. I'm saying some crazy shit <laughs> that all has a context to it. Yeah. Like already I'm looking at TikToks that I said three weeks ago that mm-hmm. I'm like, I got to take that down now yeah. because people are now commenting like, how could you say this? When I was responding to something that was happening on TikTok yeah. at the time mm-hmm. where everybody got what I was referring to, yeah. but now they've all forgotten what the point was that then they take it out of context and say, what the fuck are you trying to say with this? And it's like, bro, I wasn't talking in general. I was talking about a specific thing that was happening at the time on TikTok. That's interesting. And yeah. it just, I I need to take that down, right? So like weekly, do you kind of Pro- go through I, and- I should start. That's what people are starting to do on Twitter. Yeah. Where they straight up are like, you got to go through like every month and delete your old tweets. Yeah. What is the purpose of having a tweet out there that you sent in 2011 Years ago, now yeah. when somebody's going to just ruin your life with yeah. that? Right. It's so crazy. So with this, yeah. this is a new world that we live in. Mm-hmm. And so with the Crystalia thing, him sending these texts in early 2014 or whatever, I remember in 2011 when I started getting on social media and I started doing comedy and I started trying to get girls. Yeah. I would go out of my way to DM girls and just say ridiculous things <laughs> not like i don't think i said anything that was like, yeah, like mean spirit or whatever but <laughs> i would just like strike up conversations and try to like turn it sexual yeah and try to hang out with them and try to get laid yeah you know that was my motive yeah and it's like but i wasn't thinking at the time oh all of these are going to be saved and then 20 years later when i'm a grown man oh, I and i don't do this shit anymore yeah. And also when social media matures and people would not think like that's how you behave anymore. At the time, nobody thought it was weird. It was normal for me to just friend request somebody who I didn't know on Facebook and just Mm -hmm. send them messages in 2011. If you do that today, people are like, who the fuck? Why are you doing this? Man, I get like... um on this day, however many years ago on Facebook and shit. And I'll get some, it's like from forever ago. And you're like, what? And it was like, I didn't spell anything out because it was like like texting wise when you had the T9 or whatever it was. So you just kind of like shorten or like, I don't know. I like, or you had to push everything so many times. You kind of just shorten everything. It was like you, yeah, like whatever. So somebody digs oh that up, and so I'm like reading all this. I'm like, I need to delete that shit. Somebody this is digs that up awful. in ten years and says, Aaron, <laughs> and Aaron was McCarthy saying. was this terrible idiot in these years. And instead, the yeah. truth was, 
No, the context was technology was at a time where you had to do T9 texting, or, and yeah. this is the way people talked or back two, then. Or two, because like I hated the T9, so I would like have to double tap yeah. and triple tap, so I'd just be like really short, like text was TXT, my, or like all But that my shit. point is, is that culture has a context. Go fast. People have a context, <laughs> and things that were normal in 2010, you can't then look through a lens from 2020 and say, how did you not know? Mm-hmm. Social media was not what it is today yeah. in 2010. It was brand fucking new mm-hmm. and nobody knew this shit. So some of those things are going to come back and haunt people and probably me too. Yeah. And probably everybody. For sure. But but it depends w- what you're doing with your life. We'll come back to haunt you. Tr- well, yeah. If you're a nobody, nobody cares. Exactly. It won't but if you're a you. somebody and I'm, cr- yeah. I'm building myself up to be a yes, somebody. Yes, yes. I'm going to have a target on my back. Yes. So guys, guess what? You're going to come try to cancel me. <laughs> Whatever. I'm literally expecting this to happen at some day. And I'm yeah. sure I've done, I've done shitty things in my past mm-hmm. and I got to just deal with that. Whatever. I've grown up and everybody it's more like, what have I done in my past? Cause I feel like they're okay. going to come after them. Like, me or something dude and I'm everybody just like, everybody i'm like shit every and that's the thing it's everybody like has done things in their past you've done things in your I've past i've definitely done things but it's just more like what have i put on like the internet yeah but who fucking knows yeah so we talk about so we talked about really the analogy bad, of the past probably just dumb and how <laughs> things that look so crazy looking back 100 years ago mm-hmm. what are we doing today and even 10 years ago yeah what are we doing today that in 20 years from now, when a whole new generation of kids, kids that aren't even born yet, mm-hmm. are going to grow up and they're going to be on Twitter and on adult, be adults or yeah. passing laws or hiring people or making judgments. And they're going to be pushing the culture of their time. And then they dig up what we're doing today and they try to ruin our life for it. If we allow this type of culture to keep going. So that was the other example is the meat. Mm -hmm. Imagine how much, you know, how veganism is so like, you're evil if you eat chicken. And we all look at that as like, you're fucking dumb. Shut up. I mean, some it's like, you're right. I but saw also, Shark Tank, um, the cricket protein. People are trying to bring that into our culture here over in the Western culture because over in Asia and other countries, they eat crickets and it's a okay. very good source of protein. Guess what? You're killing crickets. That, like, yes, how is that? It's be- a more sustainable protein. Oh, other than like cows. so it's immoral if you kill a chicken, but it's fine it's to not, kill a it's cricket. It's not immoral. It's just that. You see how subjective no, no, this is? No, no, it's just that we can create, we can have more crickets per square area okay. than we can chickens I get it, and but cows. But that's a different debate. And that, that's a different debate. Yeah. My point is no, the morality. I'm saying that's why I don't really think veganism will become a thing. I think maybe it'll be like you eating an, uh, animal protein instead of insect protein. Whatever. Now that that's I think about point. it, I think that that's, that's a different conversation. That's an interesting yes. conversation, but that's not the point. Yes. My point I is that, that is the way there's a whole the push future. from vegans <laughs> and extreme vegans to animal villainize. Very, uh, Delicate. Okay, but delicacy. Okay, and then you fast forward fifty years, and then people say you're evil. How dare you eat crickets? They have a soul. Maybe that's yeah. my point. Is yeah. people now totally accept that it's normal to eat fucking meat, and maybe in the future when we have some substitute or we have some new new cultural shift where veganism does become a sustainable normal practice, and we get rid of factory farming, which I do agree, factory yeah. farming is not great That's and all of that. Well, yeah. But nobody thinks you're an Credit evil farm. motherfucker except if you're an extreme vegan. Nobody thinks you're evil to eat a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Now imagine 
a hundred years from now, a hundred years from now, people dig up your old social media post of you eating a five guys and they look at you the way we look at those people who were standing in front of the guy being lynched Mm -hmm. and saying, how did you not know you evil bastard? Yeah. If like that is true, that's where society is going. (laughs) And we have no fucking clue what we're doing today that can be viewed through the lens of the future as just as evil as the way we view the past Mm -hmm. and not even the far past is a clear, like what the fuck? Yeah. But things are moving so much faster now where things 10 years ago are like, what the fuck? And 20 years from now, it's going to be a whole different world than it is today. Mm -hmm. And a hundred years ago, like, 50 years from now is going to be a whole different world. And most of us are still going to be alive. At least the people who were in those pictures in the early 1900s, they're all dead. So they don't get the backlash. They weren't on social media and they don't give a fuck. They're dead. But everything we're posting every single day, everything you text, everything you call, everything you put out there, Mm -hmm. 20 years from now, you're going to be alive and you're going to be 50. Mm -hmm. And yet it's going to come back. Yeah. And people are going to judge you on it <laughs> through the lens of then yeah. without giving you like we have to get to a society where we can understand the context of the time yes. and give people the room to grow and mature. I kind of think that will happen in the future because right now it is just so new that you can go back. Yeah. But then the it generations be, will realize growing yeah. up that, we'll, okay, we'll, that was then and this we'll is now. We'll mature into the technology exactly. too. Exactly. Because yeah, it's social media has yeah. only been around really for about 20 years, mm-hmm. little, really less than in the mainstream, but like the internet. And we're kind of just now at that college age of dealing with this technology and yeah. dealing with the after effects and dealing with how people are now super connected and all these things, all these old things are coming out now. And then this new generation grows up knowing that this is going on and can Mm -hmm. kind of get used to it. Just the way I think of like 20 years ago, you could never be president if you had a dick pic. And now you could pretty much guarantee that there's never going to be a president who doesn't have a dick pic. Or like a peeing yeah, uh, <laughs> tape from yeah. Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump kind of <laughs> broke open that, which I think that was another reason I kind of like Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him. I think uh, he was needed just to break that cultural switch of, so look, funny. we have to accept that politicians do you want to be a president? You can be one day. You like, can You be. can actually believe that as a child. Like, I can be president one day. Like, <laughs> Dude, if you don't think these fucking presidents were doing this creepy shit for all of history, it just wasn't uh, on Twitter. Yeah. That's it all. It be put out there, yeah. But now it's been like that, that expectation has been busted down by Donald Trump mm-hmm. that I think there is something to be said that future generations uh. will except somebody who has naked pictures out there mm-hmm. without like, oh, you know, it's going to be almost weird if they don't because yeah. everybody is going to have them. Mm-hmm. What kid today going through adolescence is not going to have one dick pic out there or tit pic? Yeah. Is there anybody who won't? Very, very yeah. few. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> so w- we have to grow up and mature as society <laughs> to understand that There's a context, there's a changing of culture. People need room to make mistakes and go through their age ranges, go through their adolescence, go through their sexual discovery, Mm -hmm. go through their maturity. And we can't just villainize people by saying, you're this arbitrary age, now you must be completely grown up and matured. It doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work that way. 
And it's just, it's such a tricky world to navigate. And that is a big reason why I am specifically setting my life up outside of those boundaries because I recognize this at a very young age. Like if you play by these rules, people, you are never in control of your life. And you need to kind of sit outside of those rules where like you can't have a job where somebody can fire you. Yeah. You can't have a you can't have a career where you have to be this this perfect person. You can't have these types of rules on you. And even still, people can still, you know, and that's what I always thought about comedians is like, you can't be canceled if you're a comedian. That was a big reason I got into comedy, not because I couldn't be canceled, mm -hmm. but because it gave me the framework to say things that other people couldn't say. That was like my big driving force. Yeah. And then you still see that's happening, but it's because he did work in Hollywood. He did have sponsors and all these things where he needs that. Mm -hmm. If you kind of get outside of, you know, the best example is like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan built himself completely independent yeah. and they're trying hard to cancel him. I saw on Twitter, there was a tweet that was like, Joe Rogan is the final boss of cancel culture. <laughs> Because he, so many people want to cancel him, yet Why, he is, though? because Just this cause... is the fucking society we live in. Because he had the audacity to cheer on his friend who said back in the 80s, he would make people suck their dick to get stage time at a comedy store. And he laughed and went, ha, 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 which, I mean, that's just what dudes do, yeah. you know? And all he did was laugh, mm -hmm. whatever. Yes, again, that's awful to do today. But at the time, yeah. in the context of who the guy was and what the culture was and what comedians were, that's the way it was, mm -hmm. you know? And it was funny yeah. at the time. And he was laughing about this in 2011 on his podcast. That's when Joe Rogan laughed about it. He didn't even say it. He didn't do it. No, he yeah, laughed agree with it at a time yeah. when it was total. like, I would have laughed at that. I still probably would laugh at that, but also I'm a crazy person. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Maybe I've never been in that position. We'll see. <laughs> but it's like, yes, he is. So he's a person that's totally outside of the normal Hollywood rules mm -hmm. and he owns his own platform and he owns his own podcast and nobody can cancel him because yeah. he has such an audience. Yeah, so and awesome. what is anybody going to do? He can just say, fuck you. Yeah. But it's going to be interesting to I'll watch. I'll put a bunch of bad comments on your podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's how I feel about like TikTok. <laughs> it's like everything. so many people come after me with my, okay. with my jokes that they're like, they and they're like, you're canceled. And yeah. I'm like, how am I canceled? Because you left me mean comments. Because I said you were canceled. Yeah. Because to other people, <laughs> they're like, no, don't tell my school. Don't tell my parents. Don't tell my work. Don't yeah. tell my boss. Please don't. Like, You're going to ruin my life. Knows. And I'm like, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going you're gonna to tell me? Okay. I'm canceled. Why am I still not canceled then? Yeah. <laughs> but that is a strategy to build your life that way because... It's the only way. And like we hung out with our friends this weekend mm -hmm. and one who I don't want to name, he has a, he's a level headed dude who he understands what I'm doing. He was like, I really like what you're doing. And I, yeah. I wish I could say that stuff, but I have a real career where mm -hmm. I cannot say that. And I, I tell my workers, don't look, you can have your opinions, but you're not allowed to say them publicly because mm -hmm. you know, we live in this world and he yeah. understands. And we and just saw like, other people too, what they started their own podcast as well. And they were trying to just talk about and then their crazy work things or whatever. Stepped yeah. in and, and said, you cannot, you're not allowed yeah. to have this podcast. And they took it down. Yeah. And I was like, see, 
That's right there. Why you cannot even, yeah. I refuse to go that route. You can't be who you are outside of work. You yeah. are only allowed to be your work self. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's a crazy world. Yeah. You are representing and us. And I get these messages all the time. The In my early trolling days before Donald Trump got elected mm. on Facebook and even going into the 2016 election when I would troll all the time, yeah. I would have people DM me behind the scenes who were good friends and even like family members, like uncles and stuff who would be mm -hmm. like, Nick, I really appreciate what you're doing. I cannot <laughs> like it publicly because of my job, but yeah. I want you to know, keep doing what you're doing. And I still get DMs yeah. like this about my TikTok. You want to know my And that's DMs? how I know what I'm doing is very important. I know what your DMs are, Aaron. Your DMs <laughs> no, are. No, no, My DMs consist of. They're all like about me. About this before, I bet every DM you have is about me. But also my DMs are. Tell your boyfriend Nick I said hi. Love his content. About me. Positive. Yeah. And then another DM is your boyfriend is discussing. Heart emoji. About me. <laughs> Negative. What do you know? A 50-50 split of about me. Those are my like requested messages. Yeah. Oh, and then I have one like in Spanish. Dude, but if I went through mine, I have thousands of so requested funny. messages. Yeah, I know. And it's just half positive, All half negative. Are and some are like, you're hot. Yeah. And then but the other ones are more like, too. yeah. <laughs> All right. We're wrapping up on 20 minutes. Are we going to another so segment funny. or are we wrapping this up? I mean, I kind of have like other things too to talk about. Okay. We'll but do. we can, we can wrap it up though. Yeah. I mean, this is all kind of one, yeah, one subject. One we'll wrap thing. it up and then, um, you know, we'll talk on our own. Okay. And also we'll, uh, there was other things I did not think it would take. Like, it's so hard to get into these things. We really need a longer podcast. I could see why Joe Rogan goes three hours. Yeah. Um, but even that, I feel like it was only scratching the surface of where I was trying to get to with a lot of this because yeah. it ties into so many other things that I'm thinking about. And it ties into things that I wanted to talk about about us, too. But <laughs> we'll have to save it for another time, guys. So please subscribe to our podcast. Please hit the thumbs up button on the yes. YouTube channel. Follow me on TikTok at Nick Foster Jokes. And uh, follow Aaron on tw on uh, Instagram. Yeah, Aaronacious underscore 21. And follow me on Instagram, Nick Makes Jokes. Yeah. But mostly on TikTok. You'll figure the rest out once you see my TikTok. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, RIP you, Chris D'Elia. I'm going to miss your podcast. Yeah. And uh, if anybody was victimized, sorry to you too. But I'm torn. I'm torn. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Good night. Peace. <laughs>